I'm Ben Clunt. And I'm Stephen Brown. We're two entrepreneurial professionals based in Spokane, Washington. Join us on our journey to make 2019 the most prosperous of our lives. We'll bear all as we strive to improve all aspects of our business and our health and fitness, as well as our relationships personally and professionally. We aim to offer impactful insight into our business and personal lives. We'll share the good, the bad, and the ugly throughout our journey. With the ultimate goal of our business and fitness being in the best shape of our lives at the close of 2019. You are listening to the Ordinary to Extraordinary Podcast. Recording. Just like the Ricola commercial, but for recording. <laughs> hey, I got a shine for you. Oh, I've got a, I've got a. So Jake and I were on our way back from Seattle last Friday. No, last Saturday. Mm-hmm. A couple days ago, we stopped in Moses Lake for a, for a uh, lunch. Jake's like, I can't believe I'm stopping in Moses Lake by choice. Like I said, I didn't have a flat tire. My car didn't even break down. I'm just stopping in Moses Lake for lunch. And we get there and we're at this bar. Actually, it ended up being a super cool little bar in Moses Lake, having lunch. And we're reading these. They had goofy signs rotating. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they had one that him and I are just reading all these goofy signs and memes that are coming across the TV in this bar. And we're just sitting there. We're both reading them kind of as they come across. And there's one that say, it's all shits and giggles until someone shits and giggles. <laughs> it's all giggling with shits and giggles until someone giggles and shits. Yeah, and I was like, ah, I like that. That's good. So yeah, watch your giggling and shitting. Look, we didn't even make it a minute, and there was already a ner- not a nerdy word, a naughty word. I've barely said a word. It's all you, dude. I know that's a you're, change. You're the reason this is an explicit podcast. <laughs> that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay, we can go with that. That was an interesting little intro, I guess. Ben just telling a random story from the weekend. Thanks what? for tuning in going to start with asking you to pause the podcast and then go and rate or review us if you haven't done so yet on whatever platform you listen on uh we're available on all of them everyone that's that make gives me the heebie-jeebies when people crack their knuckles like that stop it Um, can you spell heebie-jeebies sure h-e-e-b-i-e and then the same with a g (laughs) jeebies heebie-jeebie Heebie-jeebies. Yeah, it's nasty. Just, ugh. Um, Let me get my neck going for you. Here. Yeah, so it's we're recording on the 18th of November, Monday yep. the 18th. Yep. Last week. Every Monday, 2.30. We recorded with Tim Schustoff. Today we recorded, we released that one. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Talking about sports marketing, leadership, teaching at a couple of different universities. Some good stuff in there. Yeah. Um, it was fun to edit. Kind of t- Tim's story on uh, having basically most guys' dream jobs. Yeah. We're here for an accountability update. Not sure how this is going to go, how long it's going to be, because I don't know that you've been in the gym in how long? Today. Oh, you were there today? Good. Yeah. Was that the first time for how long? I went last week. Good. I've gone every week. Oh. I've worked out every week. Yeah. I'm not, I told you, it was one of my struggles, Stephen. <laughs> You're still doing it. That's, that's But the I main showed thing. up. This morning I went, I did uh, chest, buys, tries, and ran on the treadmill for 15 minutes. Well done. I was moving slow this morning. I was up, I was awake. I wake really early. I just didn't go to the gym until closer to six. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's good. You got there. 
Yeah, so let's talk about the last couple of weeks, how work's been going. I know you've been doing some stuff over in Seattle. You've had a few presentations here. seems like things are going well. Yeah, what was it, two weeks ago we did one of these? What's happened in two weeks? Work, Seattle. So I've got clients on the west side too, so occasionally Jake and I get to go over there and meet with clients, which is always fun because it turns kind of into like a guy's little getaway too, right? Because you have the evenings to, Mm -hmm. we watched, uh, I actually watched a football game, watched Thursday night football. That was interesting. Freaking clocked the dude on the head with the helmet. Yeah. I was like, that's a big no-no. Suspended indefinitely. Yeah, he'll appeal that. I bet he's suspended for the season and then he'll get released by the Steelers and then somebody will pick him up. He's a good player. That guy's a genetic freak. But those that are just listening to this particular one, I am not the most uh, athletically intellectual. Is that a good (laughs) way to put it? That's one way to put it. (laughs) So Jake was explaining to me, uh, the positions basically on offense, defense a little bit. And we got through the offense, and I actually kind of understood about it. 11 players on the field, the five on the line. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting this. I'm picking it. I got it a little bit. So I can actually somewhat pay attention to what's happening in the football game now. Were there any field kicks? Oh, lots of field kicks. <laughs> I'm flipping you off right now. They just can't see it. That's a previous previous story. Yeah, you have to go back and listen to all of our ones to get that story. But no, it was fun. And then uh, hung out in Seattle. Uh, We had meetings. We run a 401k over there for the Washington State Nurses Association. So we do meetings over there every six months with that team. And then uh, had the afternoon in Seattle. So we met with a couple of our colleagues. I guess they're kind of colleagues. People that run the money for some of the funds that we utilize mm-hmm. uh, met with them for a drink friday evening and it's nice to check in with them was it just you and jake or were there more just of you? The jake and i yep so funnily enough on the wednesday before that jake got in touch with me yeah he said and asked hey. me to go to an event it was a whiskey tasting thing and i assumed he was going to be there until the morning of when i texted you and said yeah i'm getting together with jake later and you were like are you in seattle and i was like no and you're like, Jake's coming to Seattle with me. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it sounded like it was a good time. We were getting selfies of you guys all day. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he asked for that. He asked as a... I think his words were, uh, send me a selfie, you douchers. Yeah. The um, Nate, like our, our, our friend Nate, Yeah. he, he asked me, He's what the hell have I got to do to be on the radio show? <laughs> the radio show? <laughs> Like, be cool, Nate. Talking about the podcast. And I'm like, well, I don't know that. I think he's, is he a, a contracts attorney? What kind of attorney is he? I thought Nate was a litigator. Is he a litigator? Not. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I'm sure we could find a topic. I'm sure there, there's some stuff that he, we could do. You just get a few he, drinks at him. He'd he's be good super fun. funny. Well, that's that's what I suggested. I was yeah. like, Ben and I have talked about doing a drunk as, drunk as fuck podcast where we, we just get hammered yeah. um and he was like no and i was like just indemnify yourself at the start we can record before and just say anything you say is just yeah he, he was, said no he was not interested in that i think he wants to be stone cold sober if he's on our radio show ben yeah i just laughed my ass off when he called it a radio show how do i get on your radio show <laughs> nate's like that 30 year old dude who is also like 70 at heart too though yeah like yeah, get on that. How do I get on that radio show? Can I listen to it on the AM waves? Well, I'm, I'm, I think he listens to this. I think I, I ask you cool. his name about five or six times a year, probably. And now I don't need to. For some reason, I remembered it this time you told me. But I know who he is. I see him all over town. Yeah, we say hi every time I see it, and I know where he works, what he does. But I just think for some reason, until where does he work? 
uh, I forget the law firm, <laughs> but it's the same place as Tanya. Yeah. And it's a national firm. Yep. And why can't I think of the name of it right now? You can. <sighs> nah. Yes, I don't know. Kutak Rock. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> ben wasn't clearing his throat there, by the way. Um, I was trying to give you a little hint. You didn't pick it up. Yeah, so what about so fitness, business? Fitness has been, you know, yeah, it's been what it is. What but did we feel at? Again. What do we have to own up to in accountability, Ben? What do we have to? Yeah. Oh, and we failed at getting our... I was going to say, we were supposed yeah. to do on our last one. Stephen gave us the thing of like, we're going to get 10 interviews lined up. Yeah, we didn't. Mm-hmm. We didn't do that. Yeah. We so got some lined up though. We have got some really good ones lined up. And some big ones actually. Plenty. We just haven't heard back from everybody. And so yeah. we did not get ten interviews. Nope. Booked. We did not. But you had a heck of a meeting with one of the interviews. You I want got to talk a heck about that. Yeah, as long as everything stays, we got the budget mom lined up to be on the podcast in January is when we record that one too. If you've not seen her listen to her uh, pretty inspirational story of a single mom who basically developed a system for paying off a lot of debt and now she has uh, a business that's doing a couple million dollars a year helping people get out of debt and budgeting and so she's created a budget tool to help people with that and uh, on nationally syndicated radio shows <laughs> when they're not really radio shows they're actually actual television but yeah so it'll be fun she used to be an advisor at one point in, in her life too for mm-hmm. a brief period of time so a little bit of, uh, about what I do so when her and I got together it was fun to chat you know advisor space budgeting and all those nerdy things that uh, us kind of accounting and uh, finance nerds like to discuss but super cool gal wants to pay for cash a house with cash and so similar mindset to some of the things that steven uh and i have talked about and that kind of dave ramsey-esque not dave ramsey but dave ramsey-esque yeah. you know like fiscal management techniques so excited to have her on and share a little bit about her story with you guys too that'll be cool yeah no we've both been reaching out to a lot so work-wise for me this month's taken care of. It's middle of the month. I was just like, you've been killing it. Locked in. December's locked in. January's did, locked in. You got a new toy for killing it too, didn't you? I did. Yeah, didn't you get a new iPad? I did get a new iPad. That wasn't for killing it. My old iPad just died. Oh, I thought, I thought they got you a new so iPad. The, well, they give us iPads. And the one I had, I'd had since 2015. And I don't know if you if this means anything to anybody. It's 16 gigabytes of storage. And the iOS is like 14 gigabytes of storage. So I had two gigs to run everything. So the second it logged into email or text messages or anything, it was full, perpetually full. I couldn't do anything. It was a useless tool. But yeah, they gave me a new iPad, brand new, with all the face recognition. And I want to say it's 128 gigs. Sweet. Yeah, so plenty of storage. So I, I can actually use it the way it's supposed to be used. So now with the Apple laptop, I can use it as a sidecar, which means I've got dual screens and I can work from spreadsheets and just a little, I guess, efficiency tool. Like it. Which is cool. But yeah, it wasn't really... Those things are handy. Yeah, I think had I reached out and I wasn't doing well, they would have been like, yeah, just work with it. But I think when you reach out and you're at a certain level, they're like, yeah, we'll get your replacement. Literally two days later, it showed up. Sweet. But Jim's been going well too? Jim has been going well. Not today. Today sucked. And I should probably level up now that I'm single. <laughs> and I can see you over there rolling your eyes. But yeah, I'm probably not in the best of places, but I'm just muddling through and don't need to go into a bunch of details. Yeah. No. Suffice to say, it wasn't necessarily what I wanted, but you got to... That's his life sometimes. 
gotta just buck up and do what you gotta do so well, luckily we have a pretty sweet podcast what's that so luckily we have a pretty sweet podcast <laughs> um <laughs> or radio show <laughs> yeah so yeah. weekend was rough yeah buddy adrian was in town so hung out with him a little on saturday but i can say and i think probably get a pass for it i wasn't really present i was kind of somewhere else yeah it's hard your mind so. stuff happens and your mind is gone for a little while you know yeah it's um i'm back in <laughs> that spot back trying to figure out how you can throw everything at something and still for one of a better term fail you know not be enough mm. so yeah there's lots lots of thinking lots of soul searching lots of stuff that i'm kind of processing okay trying to keep my shit together there you go <laughs> there you go <laughs> There you go. I'm not sure how to respond to that, but there you go. Yeah. So, good podcast. Thanks for joining us today. And we're uh, (laughs) signing off now. Um, There was something that I... So, I've I've been working through two books in the last couple months that have really friggin' been amazing for me. Sweet. One is Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. I think I mentioned it a few times. Talking to Strangers. And it's... uh, Actually, a few of the things in that kind of came up in the process that I went through Thursday, Friday, and kind of not being in a relationship anymore. That one I would recommend to everybody. There's a lot of, I think, often how you expect someone to react isn't fair on that person. How you expect someone to receive something you say or something that you give them feedback on, often people don't know how to work with you on that or you don't know how to work with them and the example given in the uh, well multiple examples are given but Malcolm Gladwell does a good job yep of yep it's in there you can you can listen to it um, <laughs> I'm looking at the icon in audible right now so yeah so one of the things that he brings up is Amanda Knox now do you remember Amanda Knox the name she was the uh, American girl that was in Italy her roommate got killed and she was she actually did time in jail and was essentially found guilty and then released on appeal Um, and she was by dna evidence exonerated like she couldn't have done it she wasn't she wasn't the murderer but a lot of the stuff at the time was that people just had this feeling that she was guilty because of how she reacted when being questioned and things that she did and things taken out of context um so it's called transparency so the first example Mm -hmm. he gives is you can watch an episode of Friends and know what's going on without any sound on it because of the facial expressions and the, the animation and Body what they're language. doing with their hands mm-hmm. and how they, you know, just how they are. But that not everybody reacts in those ways. When you watch people that are grieving, when you watch people that are happy, when you watch, um, like, for instance, he brought up some tribes. They introduced this same concept to Friends and they didn't know what was going on when they were watching it with no sound. They, they didn't know what smiles were. They didn't know what exasperation was. They didn't. So I think sometimes there's expectations on people's reactions. That's and it's something that I've been really, really aware of in my work life. Like sometimes you present someone to somebody and you're expecting them to be sort of really happy about it and they're not. Or sometimes you give somebody some feedback and you expect a reaction and you're not getting a reaction. It's the fact that let me think how I want to say this. It's the fact that sometimes your expectations in reality are very far apart and you have to allow... Sometimes. <laughs> you, but you have to allow for people to cope and process in their own way Yeah. and then tell you what they're feeling and take them at face value somewhat. 
default to truth. And that's another concept from the book. But the other book, and I, don't, I didn't mean to talk about talking to strangers for that long. The other one that's been really, really impactful for me is uh, the latest Simon Sinek book. I like him. You which know, which talked, book is that? Do you know? We've talked about Start With Why. So it's in there as well. But it's uh, it's called The Infinite Game. And how this it actually gave me a lot of context. If you remember back to the conversation that you and I had with Corey Jepsen. Competition. And well, yeah, and and the compulsion I have to win, win every day. Yes. Well, this put that in context for me because it talks about the fact that you've got finite games like soccer, basketball, football. Okay. The objective is to score more points by the time the clock runs out, and then you win, and you get your accolade, and you move on, right? But from a business perspective, you have to look at it as an infinite game, right? Mm-hmm. So we set daily, weekly, monthly, annual goals. We might even set five-year and ten-year goals. Totally. But the, I guess the most impactful, one of the most impactful things that he brought up, and he talks about different companies that didn't, didn't do what they were supposed to do. So he talked about Netflix and Blockbuster. He talked about Apple versus Microsoft and how the Microsoft CEO that was there while Apple iPhone and everything was coming out was basically slating Apple, saying they would never they wouldn't compete in these markets and on his way out he talked about what they still did even though they'd given up a huge market share in multiple places so it's just it's a really interesting look that if you can change your mindset to we're not playing in finite terms we're playing an infinite game yep so that and tim talked about this last week and it really resonated as i finished Mm. this book a couple days later what really resonated with me was that he talked about, you can have the last 50 years, I want the next 50 years. Yeah, yeah. And beyond that, you want to just, can everything we do, we want to create sustainability beyond the next year, right? Mm-hmm. So like Ford, Absolutely. He, one of the stories is the Ford CEO as well. When he came in, at the, when that crash, he was asking people for feedback. Now Ford almost needed a bailout. They, they, they rejected it. Yep. They almost needed yep. a bailout. But because he had an infinite mindset, he basically asked his people every week, what's going wrong? What do we need to do? And he was getting these, it was like a green light, yellow light, red light system. And everybody was giving him green lights. And he's like, so you're telling me everything's great. Profits are down. We're not selling cars. We're in a bad place. Obviously, that's not the case. Yeah. So he kept asking. And then one guy, one guy started speaking out and then the culture changed. But what what it came to conspire, or what it came to transpire, was that the previous CEO would chastise publicly and fire mm, people. They the gave them negative feedback. Tone, yeah. So that culture, and it's but with an infinite mindset, you always want that negative feedback, oh, right? Totally, totally. So, sorry, I just talked for a long time. No, that's so both of those books. That's good stuff. Well, that's kind of we talk about this. He wants that constructive criticism, right? Because I mean, it's like those are the people who are down on the front lines. Mm-hmm fighting to keep that company alive right and they are going to be your best consultants yeah because they actually understand the systems the best right mm-hmm. but i think a lot for a lot of ceos probably you know they they don't necessarily empower their team to go and give them the information because it's like oh it might make them look bad that they're not the ceo who's on top of it all too but it's like man yeah life's a heck of a lot easier if you empower your people to go and do stuff mm-hmm. so as we morph this it's I have, I have my guys, and I hope you have your guys as well, or women, your people will go there. I'll be politically correct for a change. I have the people that I look up to, you know, 
Simon Sinek's, you know, to a certain extent, people like John C. Maxwell and such. I don't like the super generic nature of a lot of John C. Maxwell stuff, but I do see the the, the principles and the the, mm-hmm. the shining light and everything that he does. I mean, he's a great dude and does good things. But I think as we morph into a leadership yeah. focus next year, I think there there obviously has to be infinite goals there beyond year so if we think about how we started this year we started with a goal for 2019 and it was and it was a finite goal right it was at the close of 2019 we want business and fitness to be in the best shape of our adult lives well guess what we're half we're two-thirds of the way through november and we're there yeah i would say we achieved those goals back in september and we kind of rested on our laurels and that's probably why both of us have experienced this kind of uh We'll call it a lull. No, I think you're right. Where we're not necessarily going through the motions. We're still doing what we need to do and we're still being well, successful. the thing that I thought about is I was like, if at the end of the year, we're not in better shape than we were halfway through the year, then we're not in the best shape of our adult lives. I was like, uh-oh, row, row. <laughs> you're still in good shape. I'm still in good shape. I'm just saying like, if I don't get down, you know, a pound below where I was back then... Not really. So it's not just about weight. And and this is where, again, with such finite thinking, when we were setting these goals, we weren't in this infinite mindset. We didn't know this was going to go beyond 2019. We didn't know we were going to have an, a happy accident where we added a journey to our Instagram name and we're like, hey, we can have different journeys. We can create journeys. We What's can... the next journey? So, yeah, I think our journey through leadership and our journey through mentorship is going to be telling next year mm-hmm. and beyond because now I think when we sit down and set goals again just to quote Simon Sinek and he's going he's going to be somebody I quote a lot and I always do there's going to be this uh, default to hey don't say you have to do this by January don't say you have to do this by December Yeah, this is infinite this has to be something that as we set our goals it's like okay so that's that's step one step two step three you might have an ultimate goal, but your ultimate goal should be cause-related as opposed to it should be a cause. Do you think a, that it should be, so ultimate goal, get that, love that, action steps, right? And so we share about, hey, we're tackling this particular action step in no particular time frame necessarily, you know, but because it, it does put a different type of pressure on you, but it's like this is the first actionable step to get to our infinite goal and this is what we're going to do, and we mm-hmm. work to try and take that step. Yeah, so uh, let me give you two examples, right? And this is not something from the book. This is something that I'm just thinking of kind of on the fly. Okay. But a finite goal would be to say, in 2020, I want to be the best son, brother, friend, and leader that I can possibly be by the close of 2020, mm-hmm. right? Similar to the goal we set yep, for this year. This year. And you could maybe do that through in husband, father, all the rest of it, right? Yep. An infinite goal would be is 2020 is going to be the first step in my growth as brother, son, leader, mentor, podcaster. Everything I do, I'm going to get better at in 2020 with a view to making a solid platform to continue the success and grow beyond that. So it's just... It's just small incremental progress. Yeah. So you're just basically, you're not setting this finite... Because I think quite often... When you set goals, when people set goals, and you know this happens in sales, if I tell you you need to bring in 300000 in new money in January, 
and you bring in 300,000 in new money by January 15th, you sit back, you put your hands on your head, take a deep breath and go, I'm going to have a beer. But if I say, hey, you've got to do this and then I want to see what are you doing for the rest of that month to make sure that the following January you're ahead of goals in Mm -hmm. February and March. And I think once you set these finite, um, once you put a time and a place and a not only are you setting yourself up to essentially fail because yeah. the way we set goals we're not setting goals that were super reachable right we're setting goals that are audacious mm-hmm. so when you put that finite you're setting yourself up to fail first and foremost but you're setting yourself up to what if you don't but that's fail, kind of funny because that's how we set our goals right yeah that's, i mean that's how you have your goals for your business too in particular i'm talking and, and maybe you're saying this and I'm just not picking it up. But it's like it's like right now we do kind of set finite goals, but they are finite goals which lead to an overall larger and contribute to an overall mm-hmm. infinite goal, right? So yeah. it's like it's like my six million in new money leads me to eventually to a place where I wanna be in ten years, right? And so mm-hmm. that's that more infinite goal. So they all kind of compound to a bigger goal. It's the idea of those micro goals. But would you agree that when there's a finite nature to a goal? that you certainly can reach it early and take your foot off the gas and waste time, yeah. essentially. No, and then I guess the other part of this, which is kind of interesting, and Jake and I talked about it a little bit in the car ride over, because in our business, you never you never, you never, never arrive. It's like there's always, because you're always trying to bring on new clients, the market's always, there's never a point yeah. where you can just sit back and say like, ah, I'm done, if you have that type of personality, right, that wants to yep. win. And it's really weird, because at what point we were talking about like, so do you ever, is there ever a time where you just stop and enjoy the fruits of your labor, right? Because you constantly, because then you start to feel bad about mm-hmm. in stopping and enjoying the fruits of your labor, even if for a brief period of time. Yeah. And see, the thing I would say about the, and, and let's just for example's sake, not to pick on you or anything like that, because you know, I think you're, you're crushing it. You're, yeah. and, and you're one of my favorite people, albeit that I don't tell you that enough. And I know I can be critical of you when I shouldn't be. Get you being all lovey-dovey yeah. on the on the show. <laughs> I think there's I've had a lot of realizations that you know we talked about when I'm not making fun of you. That's when you need to worry. Yeah, I know sometimes I need to dial that back. Sometimes I need to. I never talk about or to someone with ill intention. Yeah, but sometimes again, people's expectations and how people receive things isn't always how you mean them. True. No, that's 100%. I've had that realization a lot over the last two to three weeks. So, But um, the good part from all that is while it hurts and it doesn't feel good, you're learning and growing. Yeah. So to get back on track here, so that's $6 million, right? Yep. When you talk about bringing in $6 million in new money, again, just a mind shift is rather than having a monetary target per se, and I have monetary targets each month I have to hit, right? Yep. But if I took that out the game, I know that I could be as or more successful if I just adjust how I think of it. I.e. this month, I want to help as many people as I possibly can to put them in a better spot with good technology, good support, and me locally to help mm-hmm. anytime they need it. Mm-hmm. Now, if I approach it from there, that's an infinite goal because I can replicate that goal month on month on month on month and never fail because I'm saying as many as is humanly possible. So when I have a month like July where everything went sideways, 
stuff that was completely out of my control. So even though it went in on August 1st, technically speaking, by the strictest rule of the law, I didn't hit the number I was supposed to hit in July, my own number. Okay. And I felt like an absolute failure. I was dejected about it. Like I beat myself up about it. I didn't even talk about it on here. Hmm. Um, yeah, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. But then August was still an amazing month. And July was an amazing month as well. A lot of stuff happened in July that was yeah. good. Just not based upon your own set goals. But my mindset was an, uh, was a, f- uh, a finite mindset. I'm the mm-hmm. Babe Ruth guy. And that's a sporting reference. Babe Ruth calls his shot, yeah, points at center field, World Bing. Series against the Cubs, knocks it out the park, right? That's that's how I see myself. Now, whether that's a, a complex or a negative thing, I see myself as a Babe Ruth guy. I call my shot, I hit my shot. My boss will tell you that. He knows if I tell him at the start of the month, I'm doing this 999 times out of 1,000, that's what's going to happen. But there's always that one, and in July it happened, and because my my mindset was finite, I had to bounce back in August mentally more than I did anything else. I knew the I knew the sales were there. I knew the numbers were there. Yeah, but just one day, you wanted them to. just one day off. That's what I so, tend to remind myself sometimes too. It's like you don't control when the money hits, right? It's like you got to do all those positive actions and do all mm-hmm. the positive things, and it's gonna suck in the moment when it when you. You know, don't reach your goal, but it ebbs and flows. I mean, your business is the same way as ours. It ebbs and flows, right? It's like you can't control when people sign the contract to come on board with you. Yeah. And even with my six million dollar goals, like I think a month ago I was telling you guys I don't know if I'm gonna hit it or something. but now it's like stuff's coming out of the woodwork. I'm yeah. like, Oh, there's a shot that I might actually get closer than I thought. I didn't think I would get over five million. <laughs> and there I'm looking go. at some stuff right now going like, Oh, client sold a house. Oh, we got somebody that had some cash on the side that's coming in. Oh, had somebody who referred their parent in. Oh, it's like so all of a sudden stuff is starting to happen. That's like, man, it could be. And then mm-hmm. Q1 is going to be. Yeah, real there cash. you go. So it's that infinite game. Might not hit 2019, but it hits 2020. Um, so I would ask, I'm going to make a big ask of you here because I know you're not, you'd rather listen to music in the car. Can you, before you and I sit down and make goals for 2020 so you've got better part of three four weeks because we'll probably do it mid-december right maybe a little earlier can you listen to the infinite game it's only five hours long literally it's it's super easy to listen to the stories are super engaging and make some notes on it i will do my best every day i appreciate that to some amount of time of Mm -hmm. the infinite game see i'm not giving you a finite goal to listen to it (laughs) but an infinite goal of I will... I didn't ask you to finish the infinite game. I said, can you listen to the infinite game? I think once you start it, you're going to be hooked. I was. Uh, just the way we're talking makes me laugh. Why? I don't know. Yeah. Do you just, download them usually and then I listen just, to them? Yeah, I think they download to your phone. Okay. And then you have to go in there to listen to them or can you go into your app? No, you always go into Audible to listen. Okay. I'm the non-techie one too. Yeah, that... This is just my way. I can't. I can't tell you the last time I sat and read a book. I like having hard copies of books. I do too. That I like. I like so when I like a book, I'll buy the hard copy to have it. But I just cannot fathom. Sit. I mean, the Bill Belichick book that I did in September into October was twenty-one hours long. <sighs> Listening to it, imagine reading that. That would be. How many so, pages would that be? I couldn't tell you. But it was a long book. It was a biography, and it was. So super super like I couldn't have read that did you finish it uh, yeah I would have fallen asleep reading that every time I sat down to read I would have fallen asleep 
but if I put it in headphones and I do it while I'm walking the dog on my way to and from the gym, I'm guaranteed an hour to an hour and a half every day of time that I can listen and process and make notes. And I, you can make like little audible notes and stuff as well and come mm-hmm. back and re-listen to certain parts. Something that I brought up last time, and I actually ended up putting the article in my closet because I have my like uh, shelves where I put uh, my keys and wallet and all that mm-hmm. stuff, was the... the like getting faster by slowing down if you remember that article yeah. too it's like so i've been sitting there and trying to be cognizant too of like slowing down breathing having the latte for there taking moments to stare at the wall type thing right and just do your brain dump if you will almost to like enjoy the moment if that makes sense mm-hmm. it's like the, but i thought article was good and i was like i like that article we need to focus a little more on that and we talked about incorporating even leadership but also for 2020 mental health right and getting yeah. in better shape from a mental health standpoint too because <laughs> i think i know that sounds funny but i think i was telling jake or someone i can't remember i was like i think everyone in a high pressure sales type runs a business management position to some degree struggles with mental health i don't mean like there's something wrong with you but it's like how to process a particular individual style how to do i mean pick it right Mm -hmm. it's like all of us to some degree struggle with mental health but i think it's something that everybody's kind of embarrassed about too to some degree at least so i think it'd be fun to kind of destigmatize it and then, because I think when you're mentally healthy and you have good mental clarity, you're going to really grow in every aspect of your life, right? Leadership mm-hmm. included. Yeah. I actually had a moment last week on Friday, just to be vulnerable and share this, I guess. I cried last week. Huh. Probably the third time in my adult life that I've shed tears. And by adult life, I mean since 16. It's been a long time. I actually pointed out to the person that was with me that I needed that because a certain part of me was convinced, to your point about being ashamed of mental health and everything, that I could be a sociopath. Yeah. That I wasn't feeling what other people expected me to feel or act and how other, and I felt all the feelings. I've, I've been in dire places. I've been hurt, I've been stomped on, I've been in terrible spots financially. I've, I've had a pretty interesting life, great stories, and came out the other side not to worse we were for it but being in pretty dark places and not being able to do that mm-hmm. not had the ability to do that honestly i think a big part of it is this and i've talked about this being mental health for me and yeah. this being yeah, something that i think without this weekly dump so yep. to speak and then the men's group that i'm doing you know those guys want to support and help and and it's not all the kumbaya like hugging and all mm-hmm. that shit it's it's just been different and this year I think from a an interpersonal relationship standpoint despite feeling like I've just failed has been huge for me mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a much much deeper and better person now than I was this time last year I'm much more open to being coachable and being led mm-hmm. you know whereas I always saw myself as the alpha as the you know the alpha and the omega if you really want to go there i thought i was my opinion was the only opinion and you wouldn't change my mind and i think much more susceptible to having somebody present a case to me now and me be like yeah i see your point here's here's where i fall on that but i can absolutely take on board what you're saying and see where you're coming from and empathy was probably lacking the most so i think 
in terms of mental health and instability, if you're having issues, and this is kind of preachy, sorry, if you're feeling down in the dumps, it's okay to be vulnerable with somebody, it's okay to talk to somebody, it's okay to, to feel and hurt. Mm-hmm. And I just get told that over that's the weekend. That's how you grow. Yeah. yeah so it's okay to hurt. It's okay to feel like you're not okay. It's okay to not be okay, you know? Yeah, no, it's 100% true, man. You got to, well, sometimes you got to talk through it. You got to cry. You got to go rage a little bit. That's, there's those, those are those outlets, I think. I definitely do need you. to go rage a little bit. <laughs> Positive not. rage, not not negative rage. Oh. Go scream into a pillow. Or yeah. I tell tell Lauren if you're this is totally inappropriate. I think I've said this before on here, and it this is why we have an explicit rating. But it's like you got it, yeah. <laughs> See, we didn't need to sometimes, say it out loud. Go on, just say it. Just say sometimes it. you're just gonna say fuck the fucking fuckers, right? Yeah. It's like, and you know, because you can't help but smile whenever you say that. You little bitty smiles inside. Everybody smiles. So I tell, I think I told my parents that. I've told my wife that. I've told everybody. It's like when you're having a bad day, you know what? Just say that. Or honestly, just go sit in your car and scream. Yeah. It's like because there's something about screaming in that outlet of just that release like what it, i don't know what it kind of endorphins or what the heck whatever you want to call it it releases but it feels pretty good and there's a couple of things that i've seen in the last few days and i've got them here so i'm going to read a couple of them one is the strongest people are not those that show strength in front of us but those who win battles we know nothing about yep right yeah and then there was another one and i think oh that's the strongest people are those that show vulnerability and weakness in front mm-hmm. of you too i think people yeah you're right Hundred percent right. I think people often think, to your point, that they're uh, that it's not okay to be not okay. And it says here, I don't think people realize how much strength it takes to pull your own self out of a dark place mentally. Mm-hmm. So if you've done that today or any day, I'm proud of you. Keep that shit up. Keep that. Shit but up. you don't want people to have to do it on their own. That's what friends are for. Yeah, it friends, is what family, friends are for. all that stuff. You know, sometimes I think, and I, I can absolutely attest to this, sometimes there's an element of embarrassment, but once you once you realize that there's nobody judging you. No. Nah. You know, I wasn't expecting it to go Well, we're today. our own worst critic, right? Yeah. I mean, we're going to be our own worst critic. Like, I, I, guilty as charged. Yeah, I was going to say, guilty. I've got my hand up right now. I'm like, guilty as charged. Like, Jake and Tim in the office all the time are like, Ben, you need to, like, stop with, like, like you are way ahead of where any 30-year-old that I, I mean, no, ever was. Mm-hmm. And you keep th- thinking you need to be the next, I mean, pick any big individual in any industry. It's like, like yeah, but it's like, I guess part of you, it's like you just want to be the best, right? It's like you just want to be good and admired and seen as somebody who's offering value yeah. and into see- the community. For me, the only pair of people I need that from are the people that I love. I don't need that from anybody but the people that I choose to have close to me. And that's one of the things that I think I might have portrayed in a poor light. It doesn't matter who I know. doesn't matter what I know. doesn't matter what people can do for me. That's not what I'm interested in. I'm, I'm interested in genuine relationships. And I have a lot of them, thankfully. Good. What else you got, Ben? Oh, where are we at time-wise here? And I'm running out of things to talk about. Like 40 minutes in. 40 minutes? That's it? Holy yeah. moly. That's not bad. It's okay no. to be a little shorter every now and again. Um... What else do I got? Let me think if there's anything else that I wanted to bring up. Other than go like us on Facebook and Instagram. I mean, that'd be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. And on the uh, Apple and Google and 
you know, say some of you guys are doing a good job of sharing. We've had some people share them lately on Instagram and stuff too, yeah, that's which cool. has been really cool. And we appreciate that. I mean, you guys, part of this I think has become, we do it, like Steven said, because it's an outlet, but also it's fun to get people's feedback. Like I think, I mean, I know I do. I really appreciate people's feedback because it's like, man, there's a couple hours out of my day uh, that I could be working <laughs> or spending time with family or doing mm-hmm. something that's not recording, right? It's like, so part of this we do because, I don't know if it's weird to say, it makes us feel good when you guys give feedback and to know that we're providing yeah. value to, I mean, people as well. So yeah, it's a weird I, little kind of convoluted statement I, there. I definitely but. enjoy it. I don't think it, it's not like an ego trip or anything like that it's just nice sometimes when people give you totally good feedback or even sometimes a negative feedback we've had criticism we've been like you know early on we were told we interrupted each other way too much and i think obviously and that's not negative feedback that's just feedback yeah that's just how we grow so we want that constructive criticism please rate review like do what you gotta do share 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 um, share we drop a new podcast every monday Monday. For now, we'll talk if that's going to continue in 2020 that's as well. That's a good question. Frequency is something that we need to consider. We have not considered that. Yeah. So, yeah, until the next time, be good to yourselves and to each other. Boom. I've been grinding so long, been trying this shit for years. And I got nothing to show, just climbing this rope right here. Now.